Hello and welcome to Garblack Games. We're playing Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition and this is Flint and Steel! Hello and welcome to the first episode of Season 3 of Flint and Steel. I'm Pete the Game Master and in a moment we'll go round and everyone will tell you who they are and who they're playing. You may notice we have two new players if you are a previous viewer of season one and two. Hopefully you are. If not, go back and watch those first, then come back here. Anyway, before we begin, please don't forget to go and check out our social media links below. We've got Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we have a Discord with over 100 members discussing role-playing, map-making, uh, games mastering and all kinds of things so please come and join us uh, and we also have a patreon uh, we have nearly 50 patrons supporting the channel now uh, helping us to get all the kit and equipment uh, to make this the show that it is today so thank you everyone who supports us you are awesome uh, if you don't please go and check it out there's loads of free stuff 10% of everything we raise through patreon goes to diabetes uk so supporting us also helps a worthy cause also a little shout out for some friends of the channel. Uh, first off, there is the Thornless Rose, who creates wonderful leathery, lasery goods and laughing yeah. gear. Uh, but also, sorry, I was blocking you doing that. Completely. Uh, D20 dice bags, uh, which are very cool. Very Yours successful. Exploded. Yours does look a bit yeah. sad. Hey, I'm just easy access. Uh, <laughs> I'm not very good at sewing things. Anyway. It's a very cool. We've got a video on me building my one, and there's a bit where I get it wrong, and then I get it right. So that was quite fun doing that. It was a cool time lapse. Yes, yes, that was fun. Um, there's a deal on on Monday. The if you're watching this afterwards, it 19th. was nineteenth. Yes, that's the one. Birthday. Happy birthday, August twenty nineteen. <laughs> yes, if you're watching it before that or on that day, then you can probably get a deal at the website below. Also, a shout out to our good friends over at the Old World Podcast. Uh, if you want to know more about One Fancy Roleplay, the game, the people who create it, uh, and all the thinking that goes into it, then they're a good place to go. They get interviews with all the top people at Cubicle 7 uh, and the artists as well to talk through um, how they've created this uh, awesome game. We've also just recently given away a starter set to one of our viewers and subscribers. Um, you right always forget someone. I always forget someone. A friend of the channel. It's fine. I was getting to Mark. I'll, I'll get round to. Don't worry. Bluff. Don't worry. Don't totally worry. Forgot. He's got a list. I've got. I've, I've added him at the bottom. Twice. I've added him at the bottom. <laughs> He's definitely been naughty. I'll put him in here. Here we go. <laughs> so, um, where was I? Uh, starter set. Starter set. Yes, we just gave away. A starter set on the channel uh, on a live show, our last live show, um, and yeah, we've got a starter set there. The starter mm. set uh, I'm going to be using not the adventure book, but the uh, <laughs> the all very awesome guide to Ubersreich, which is full of uh, locations and bad guys and good guys and secrets and mysteries. Uh, of the city of Ubersrack. I'll be using that as the basis for some of season three, so you guys will be able to see some of that as we go along. And there is an unboxing of the starter set, so check that out. Yes, indeed. Also, check out Bjorn Feller, 
uh, of Mark on the channel, uh, who's on our Dark Heresy game, uh, yeah. On the Edge of the Emperor's Light, and he will be starring in our Star Wars show, which starts next month, uh, and that's called Fractured Empire, and I'm running that one as well. So that's pretty cool. Okay, uh, I think that's pretty much everything. So without further ado, we shall begin with our new players on my left. Good luck, Leon. <laughs> Hello, I am John. I am a new player, and I am playing Sergeil of Bordeloo, who is a human knight from Bretonia. Uh, I'm Leon, and I am playing Corvin Affelbaum, who is a wizard of the law of light. Uh, did I cover it? I feel like you said more. You just got a longer name than I me. think I've got a longer name than most yeah. most people. <laughs> Corvin Affelbaum the Great. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm Sam, I'll be reprising Morgan, and he is a priest of Moor. Hi, I'm Roger, I'm playing Bagric Rolfson, I am the Dwarf Guard. Honor Guard? Uh, sure. <laughs> Honor, Bagric. Yeah. Ba- uh, yeah. <laughs> My main motivation is Honor. Ah. Cool. I'm Lawrence, I'm playing Torvald Rolfson, and I'm the Dwarven Scout. A ranger. And uh, they are brother... Brothers. Twins. Twins. Not identical. Non identical. <laughs> so our uh we finished season two uh with Bagric, Torvald and Morgan uh having besieged uh Castle Feifraucher, uh which was being held by Lubin Sansovino, with your companions Alvin uh Simon Theodore. No, Alvin, Gunther, Siegber, and Hartwin all of whom have gone separate ways. Hartwin is now looking after Alvin in the town of Armdorf as he fell in battle, taking down Lubin Sansovino. Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen season two. <laughs> uh, and he's also training up the local militia as they rebuild the town uh, and start to learn to defend themselves properly and hunt the woods and all those kinds of things. Um, Gunther and Siegbert came back with the three of you to Null, but have now headed off to the town of Schultz, uh, which is Siegbert is from, in order to continue your investigation into the four towns that are forming some sort of alliance in the Southern Reichland to destabilise the northern area of Visenland, which is where you guys are from in Nuln. Um You had laid Alvin low in the new Temple of Farina grounds in Armdorf, laid him with the sacred blade that you had found that was ruined but still intact uh, and a small clutch of villagers have started to form a little uh, prayer circle a little cult or, of Alvin uh, <laughs> around him Alvin the Great <clears throat> Alvin the Great um, and you guys headed back to Null where you found that your patron Mr. Tangerman had actually left the city uh, and travelled to Ubersreich uh, leaving the Sansovino is a good opportunity to strike back at you, uh, destabilise the Markplatz and the various... Um, uh, if you remember, there were some uh, stalls and market uh, traders that you'd worked with. There had been a, a kind of retribution act, and you guys are finding yourselves penniless. Uh, the bank refusing to give you any money, even though you deposited... Like... Ten grand or something. A More than shit ton of gold. Uh, and you uh, have spent a few days in Nalm, confused, 
as to what's happening and when you receive a message at the six arms the recently renamed uh the two griffins two griffins uh, after your battle outside the tavern where you dismembered so many people that there were six bloodied dismembered arms lying on the doorstep of the tavern at the end of the evening that was season one <laughs> um you returned there, you received a runner and a message to tell you that Mr. Tangerman has died uh, from the Falkenberg sisters, who, if you remember, helped you out in season one. Yeah, they're Olfsons. And you, obviously, now realising where he's gone and where possibly your money is and where your patron may be and why would he travel there, you dwarves have convinced Morgan to go with you as your companion to Ubersreich to investigate what's going on. You know that your patron was dedicated to unravelling what was going on in this area, and it seems strange that he would leave if it wasn't for a very mm. good reason. So Gunther and Siegbert decide to continue the investigation into the four towns by hitting Schultz first, and they travel with you for a short time. But the, uh, the uh, you three make your way to Ubersreich. Uh, and our story begins as a raven is flying over the great city of Ubersweik. Uh, down below, which you can see on my screen here, you can see a large city with a huge river uh, running through the middle, the Toybrooker. This dark uh, water flows steadily beneath a giant bridge, which was constructed by the dwarves a long time ago. In fact, there is a big dwarven population in Ubersweik, nearly a thousand Dowie live in their Dowie Haven, which is one section of the city. So there's a large um, large contingent of dwarves, and you can see that the houses are um, jammed together, uh, close-knit, tight alleyways, uh, and all along the, the river there are docks, and people moving about, trade going on. Uh, and we follow uh, a raven as it flies high above the, the city and it swoops down. Uh, in the distance, you can see a, a kind of a palace at one end of the city uh, rising up. Um, this is Black Rock, which is where uh, traditionally uh, the Jungfrein uh, family ruled the city from. However, they have been deposed but more on that later. The raven dives down and you can hear the bustle of people beneath. There is the ring of blacksmith hammer on anvil, the shout of stevedore moving barrel from boat, uh, and market traders plying their wares all up and down, kids selling clams and all that kind of stuff. And this raven swoops between the streets and this clanging noise turns to the sound of blade on blade. And as the creature flies into an alleyway, it lands on a fence post and screams and looks across as two figures surrounded by four robed men stand proudly and confused. Sir Gale. Bonjour. <laughs> you have been escorting your wizard friend back. Monsieur. From, in fact, you had travelled to recently to the Grail Chapel, which is on the docks. You were heading back to the Falkenberg Forge, which has recently been set up. Um, and you were, you have, you have experienced various uh, accostings and 
uh, brigands on, on the streets of this city. Uh, Altdorfers have taken over the city. The traditional rulers have been forced out. Um, and there is a occupied feeling to the city currently. You have been working for Mr. Tangerman, and because of this, four brigands have leapt from the darkness of the night to kill you. Roll initiative. <gasps> so we roll one dice. Can and I remember how we were doing bonus? Yeah, roll one dice and add your agility. What's the difference between I and... Oh, initiative. Sorry, it's your initiative. Oh, it is initiative. Oh. It is initiative, yes. So do you add the... We're going to get back into the rules with this, so... Of course, oh. me and Leon have never played this game before. Sorry, one dice as in 1d100? 1d10. 1d10 and add your initiative score. Okay, 34... 35. Okay. More. Uh, 40... What? 3. 43. <laughs> We're adding our initiative. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've got 36 plus 7 is... 43. 43. Cool. And you... And... Leon, what did you call them? 35. 35. Okay, so uh, you, as you're walking through the streets, you hear these noises around you and stepping out with kind of short, brutal-looking swords in their hands, uh, maybe daggers hidden under their cloaks and their others. They step out, and one of them has, says to you, Oh, you're that fucking Bretonian guy, aren't you? Yeah, this is it. This is them. Let's have them. And they, they come at you. So four guys attack you. Uh, two on each of you. Oh dear. Uh, so they get plus Great 20. start. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're two... Sorry, let me get this right. Two of them are in close combat, and two of them are a bit further back. They seem to be looking out down the alleyway. Um, so although they're moving towards you, they're not in combat with you this round. There's one on each of you this round. Okay. So the combat is an opposed role. Yeah. So I roll to attack you, you roll to defend with your appropriate skill. That can be melee, basic, if you're using a sword. Uh, it can be melee, parry, if you're using a shield, or whatever weapon you're using. Or it can be dodge, if you want. Okay. I think you have to have a shield to defend with melee. Uh, I've I... actually got a sword that has the defensive oh, quality. Oh, I think that allows that has defensive. Well, there you go. Perfect. Nice. Okay, so first off, I'm going to attack Sagale. So I'm going to roll, you roll. You tell me how many success levels you get, and I'll tell you how many success levels I've got. Well, I rolled a 28, and my skill is 62. So, so 6 minus 2 four. is 4 successes. There you go. I got minus 1. So you got you won by five. Yeah. So you win that encounter and you get advantage. Excellent. Nice. The next bandit will attack uh, Corvin. Here we go. Ooh, Ooh sexy roll. Twenty. So. And your melee skill. Uh, basic. I've got pole arm. Sorry. Melee pole arm. Forty-six. So two. Two. I succeeded by three. <gasps> so I beat you by one. Which means that I do you uh, does eight points of damage. Oh. Minus your toughness. I have a pencil. Minus my toughness bonus. Yes, and any armour you're wearing. So if you know armour, there's a toughness you armour. Well, I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, you did eight, sorry. Yes. Minus my three, so five. The wounds are on the se second sheet. There we go. Thank so you. the two of you are standing together in this alleyway. So you've obviously been walking together down this uh, this way, back to the, the forge. Uh, you've been, just while you're marking your wounds, yep. you've actually been summoned back because you've been told um, help has come to the city and you are to meet some new 
companions. Um, obviously, these aren't them. <laughs> They're trying to stab you up. But the two of you are standing so, yeah, next to each other. These are the fellows we're looking for. <laughs> and these two bandits are in front of you. Okay. So it would be possible if uh, Corvin wanted to disengage for Sir Gale to engage both of them, just as an option. Or you can whack him with your court stuff. Well, uh, who goes first? Uh, Sir Gale. Sir Gale. So I will shout, get behind me, Mr. Applebaum, and strike the one attacking him with my bastard sword. Okay. Roughly, I strike him. Ah, oui, oui. Here we go. Oh, dear. Dual poids. I I fail by four. I succeed by two. So you get six. So it's a... Plus your... You don't roll for damage. Oh, six. Your weapon does a certain amount of damage. It does 11. It does 11. So, yes. <laughs> what? How does it do that? So it's got five normal and then yeah. plus five for being a bastard sword and I get plus one for the mighty blow for being a Plus yes. strength. Uh, yes, which is uh, 50. Oh. So plus five. Okay. So five plus five. Plus one. So 11 plus six. 17 points 17 of damage. 17 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> His strength bonus is five. My strength bonus yeah, is five. Plus does five, five damage normally. So plus five from the weapon is yeah. ten. Plus yeah. one from, from the having success mighty levels. blow. Strike mighty blow. Twelve. Six success levels. Oh yeah. 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 The success levels there, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So so uh, where did you hit him? Uh, I rolled a. What did I roll? That's Zero seven, wasn't it? Or something. Hit him in the soul. No, because uh, forty. Forty-one, I think it was. So it was forty-one. Yeah. So fourteen. Yeah. Uh, left arm. In the left arm. In the left arm. Make a okay. note of it, Mister Torvald. So yeah. Oh, we're playing that game. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I really enjoyed that. Lawrence logs all the uh, location hits to do a little running. Uh, oh, right. We, need, we actually we, need to do a bit of a spreadsheet. Normally we, we pick a location every week. Yeah. If I can, if I can ah. find them, yeah. Okay, so you step forward between your the two guys and um, Corvin, and you swing your bastard sword two hands. I assume. Into the guy's arm, and you cut his arm off, uh, and his arm hits the floor. Uh, the fingers uh, twitching, <laughs> and he screams in pain uh, as blood sprays around, uh, completely missing you. Um, and uh, <laughs> oh, he's keeping his arm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he kind of stumbles backwards, like uh, 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 like bashes into a crate that's sitting in the alleyway his sword goes out of his other hand and he's just like sliding down the wall like a look of horror on his face like this did not go as I it's almost like attacking a fully armed Bretonian was not a good idea yeah. meanwhile in Armdorf Alvin suddenly gets hit by a spray of blood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, one of his cult trips over bats his head and a bit of blood yeah, yeah. 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 sword also has the damaging quality I don't know if that gives it anything else that's I will look that up while you, you carry on yeah you get qualities going on okay so yeah so, uh, it's now Corvin's go. Corvin. Okay. So you're now not engaged. Right. Because also he just killed the guy who you were engaged with. Yeah. The the other two feathers. There's one behind you and one in front of you. They're separated. Yes. Oh, well then I'm going to change what I'm going to do. Uh, I want to try some magic. Oh! Ambitious. Hey! Better magic. <laughs> oh, God, I've not done this before. Success levels are hard, aren't they? I don't think I can do any of these in one I hit. believe. I believe. <laughs> you believe. Okay. What spell are you going to try and I do? I want to try and cast Bolt. Okay, and what's the CN of Bolt? Four. 
Whoa! So does that mean you need four success numbers? Yes. Four success. To do it in one go. So it's uh, magic. Oh, Language magic. miscast on his first. <laughs> 65? 65. So you need a 20, basically. Yeah, 25 hours. I know. <laughs> or you can you keep track and you just keep going. No, yeah, that's, that's channeling. channeling. So oh, okay. I have to declare that I'm channeling. Oh, I see. Yes. So this yep. is just me trying to go for a, uh, a quick one-shot. Quick I'm going to get a uh, critical fail. Oh, that's... 69. 69. That, yeah, I thought 69 then. Oh, yeah, yeah. 69. That's just a fail. Yeah, that's just a fail. Okay. So, so unfortunately, <laughs> you speak the, the words of magic, but... Oh, I sing as Laura of Light. You, sorry, you sing. You start singing. But the wind of Hish is just not sort of gathering around you at this moment. Okay. So, then it's the bandits. Uh, which one were you doing that towards? The one behind me. The one behind you. So you turn around and you start going... <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> uh, and he looks at you like... <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting this. Uh, he sees his friend has just had his arm cut off, and you turn around because so, as you do it, like the just, 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 like magic is trying to like initiate. He uh, he turns around and runs away. <laughs> He's like fuck this. Like he just like turns and runs, yeah. and, and you hear his feet like slapping on the cobblestone as, as, <laughs> as he runs away. <laughs> Um, so well done your spell worked <laughs> you cast fear <laughs> yeah uh, the uh, other bandit uh, me. in front of you runs into combat so cool. the two of you will att- two of them will attack you yep uh, you will be outnumbered ooh which means they get plus 20 huh. but when I roll an 85 uh, I rolled a 55 so one success I have three negative success levels. So I still win. So Don't forget advantage. to add the successes from your advantages as well, John. Oh, yes. Is that yeah, an also? It's, an, it's an always a plus, okay. plus one. So I get, yeah, 20, uh, two successes then. Yeah, so you're, you get advantage. Uh, and the other one tries to attack you as well. Now, do I get to block this one as well? Yes. It's always an opposed roll. Okay, cool. Uh, this time I got, well, plus 10 because of my advantages. Uh, you get plus 10 per... Yes, I rolled a 79, Yep. which means I've got minus 1, yep. plus 10, plus 10, so yep. plus 10. Okay, so one success level, and I got uh, one success level, so it's a draw. Yep. Uh, defender wins, I think. It's the highest stat, I think. Oh, highest stat. Who was the defender? Oh, 62. Yeah, you But you the defender. Yes. He gets plus one skill level for defensive on his sword for oh. incoming attacks. Because it's defensive. Nice. Okay. <laughs> cool. But you just got another advantage. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yep. Which is why we capped it at four. four. Yeah. Okay. Because we found... Yeah, that, that makes sense. Things, <laughs> things yeah, I'm about to say, it's starting to get ridiculous. Because yeah. otherwise... It's, we st- yeah. so it's now it's your go. Sorry. And these two guys are standing there in front of you like, you're going to fucking pay for that, mate. Did you find out what damage it does, right? Yes. What does it do? Um, so when you determine the success levels, you can either take the success levels for damage or the digit you roll on your Ten, uh, digit, digit die. dice, not the tens die. So if you rolled a 19... So, and your skill was 30, you'd get two success levels. Yeah. Or nine, because you've got the damaging. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll hit no, the one that zero counts as 10. who originally tried to shank us. Okay. So a big sweep round there. Uh, overcut. I rolled a 14. <laughs> oh! And okay, let's see what I rolled. 77. I got eight. That's a roll on the table. table. Where's the, the table? table? Eight degrees of success, Leon, to hit that guy. Nice. Got I, got, I had uh, minus three. 
So eight plus three. Eleven. Eleven to hit him. Yeah, so you're going to do, about to do him 22 points of damage. Yeah, cool. Um, so can we just see what happened on the Oops yeah, table? Yeah, let's roll the Oops table Before John cuts in. Okay, here we go. Oops table. So do 100. 62. Uh, you stumble badly, finding it hard to right yourself. Lose your next move. Okay. So well, lose more than his next move. You spin around, swing the blade around you, and he kind of is... Intimidated by the manoeuvre and like what what like goes to defend but st- stumbles backwards, raising his arms. And as he does so, you bring the sword through his gut, through his spine, out his side, and you spray his friend with his <laughs> uh, and you literally cut him in half. Nice. And the the top half of his body sloughs off onto the floor, and then his legs, his knees, kind of go in and they, they collapse down. And his friend looks down like he's got like blood all down him and he's like Monsieur, I think you've made a mistake. <laughs> Your go, Corvin. Okay. Let's try some this again. He's There's only one guy left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Luckily it's only a critical failure that I'm gonna do this cast. I'm gonna do something different though. Okay, oh, right. I'm gonna cast drop. Okay. And I want him to try and make him drop his sword. Okay. Which is a casting value of one. Okay. <laughs> um is it opposed? Yes, it is dexterity. Okay, uh, I think it was minus twenty to not. Uh, okay, fine. Sword. That's I cool. Believe. Yep. If you want to check, I believe you. I believe you. I believe. Come on. I believe in your spell. Oh, no. Seventy failed. Would you like to use a fortune point to re-roll that? Because they they <laughs> they come back. How quickly do they come? Hold back? on, no, no. you still have to roll because if it's opposed, if you roll worse than him, no, he has to roll to cast the spell. Oh, does he? And oh. then I roll to oppose. Did you? You didn't critically fail. No. Just suddenly. Um, okay. Are you Lord no, that's all channeling. Is the uh, yeah, Lord, Lord of Light. Light. Yes. Yeah. So all of yours are going to be on page two hundred and fifty-two. Good call. We'll try and okay. so photocopy or something. Okay. So you once again you t- you're like ha ha you've run away you turn around and you're like <laughs> like you're, <laughs> you're slightly off key and it doesn't you're just doesn't singing behind the it doesn't go behind the, you know I think he's trying to take me on you, you know what he does yeah I know what he's doing yeah. um, what he can sometimes do uh, <laughs> the magic he should have paid attention to fighting class <laughs> yeah. uh, and this guy looks at you and he's like. Uh, he's going to make a uh, make a make an intimidate. Uh, I'm very good at intimidating. I bet you are. Uh, and you get your. We can add your advantage he's, to this. Oh, I've got eight. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. He probably loses control of his bowels and runs away from you. But you are in close combat, so if you wish to, you may attack him. Um. Can I declare that I don't want to kill him? I just want to make a like trip him, uh, or just knock him out. Okay. Uh, make a roll. Well, like you're going to get the flat of the blade on the side of his head. I think more a, a hilt. Of the do you blade. have okay. to strike to stun? Because that's how you do that. Oh right, so it's not like D&D. You just no, you can't just declare. Strike to stun. Strike to stun. So I'm going to fucking decapitate him in that case. <laughs> okay. Oh, maybe well, not. Maybe not. Uh, I still got plus two, so two successes because of the advantage. Isn't it unopposed? No, no, no. You don't have to pass. You roll to see what you've got. I'm on a roll it, yeah. If he's just bolting, I think it's unopposed, isn't it? Oh, it is unopposed because he's not defending. So two successes. Okay. So I do him 17 what did, points. What did, what did you roll to hit? 72. So oh, it would only be two anyway from the. Be in his body or something. So yeah, um, 13 points of damage. 13 Seven, points it's of an damage. arm. It's a right arm this time. Okay. So you smack s- him in there. Uh, and 
you hear a crush of bone. Oh, nice. And he's like, ah! And he drops his, uh, drops his sword as he runs. Hey, your spell work. We made, yeah. <laughs> we made short work of them, Sagao. Ah, we miss you. But we should probably... Is he run off? He's running off. He's, he's run- just like... You should probably stop him, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, uh, is it... Please don't kill me! <laughs> you can hear him shouting as he goes. <laughs> you must have something He's to getting say. to the end of this alleyway where there's a, a left and a right-hand turn. Just scream boom headshot and do it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Bolt. Uh, bolt. I'll go for another bolt. Yes. Okay. Let's try this different colour dice. I believe in you. Casting four. 68. No. Fortune point. <laughs> okay, I'll spend a fortune point to give me a you can, re-roll. You can take a corruption point for a free re-roll if you want. Oh, the winds of Hish, or maybe the winds of Dar, circle around you and help you in your magic. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fortune. So how does the fortune work? You just re-roll. Oh, okay. You spend oh, it and you re-roll. It'll be like guaranteed. No, that's a that's a resilience point. Ooh, ten. Yes. Oh, okay. In the head. In the head. Six. <laughs> oh, <right laughs> in the head. See, what did, I, what did I tell you? Just saying. Okay. So five success levels. Five success. It's a magic missile. Damage plus four. So if it's successful, hit location determined by reversing the dice rolls. Zero so one. One. So zero head. one. That's his head. And the skill level is added to the spell listed damage. So it's four plus five nine. nine yep. Five. Okay. So. Oh, and uh, willpower bonus. Ooh. Oh, blimey. And three. So okay. Three, so, four, so he says, five. you better, you better... You better stop him. Yeah, you... Remember what I said about boom headshot? This bolt flies <laughs> down the alleyway, like illuminating it up in like a sweeping searchlight. <laughs> and it like hits him in the back of the head. And the front of his face explodes. <laughs> oh, not the camera. Uh, explodes. And he like flies through the air uh, and skids into the far wall in like a puddle of his own brain and blood very good shot Michelle <laughs> um, I, I'm supposed we should find out who these people are <laughs> you going to check them uh, yeah I'll start I, I mean quite hard because I'm in full plate mail so I'll try and find them <laughs> yeah. I, I'll assist him because I thank can see you. Thank you. Again has thank problems you. bending over and <laughs> then I'll wipe the sword down okay so, right, so you check out the shuttling stuff <laughs> <laughs> okay they have, like, daggers and swords. They seem to be some sort of brigands. <laughs> I mean, they know who we were. I mean, they could be just after our money. I have more for them because we currently don't have any money. But... It's unlikely. I think we were targeted. <laughs> I mean, but were they targeting you or were they targeting me? So you did say that damn Bretonian. Yes. Slightly racist, but okay. Do you have any old enemies who might have followed you? Are you, you going to... Not here. Are you going to actually uh, search them? This is me yes. doing this. That's that. Is that this is it? me searching. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. That's the limit of your searching. I'm not going to hold on to my stuff. Okay. Well, make a perception roll at minus 20. Okay. Because you're literally just, like, <laughs> patting them. Well, you know, they're, they're dirty. If you they're actually want to search their... You know, I will search okay. properly. Okay, make it... That's fine. That's so, fine. Perception... Uh, uh, yes. yes. Just, uh, Do I have that? 38. 38. Yeah, plus 30, because it's... No, it's no, plus 22. Okay. Well, I have to roll under, don't I? Yes, but it's plus 30. Oh. Yes, you've got plus 30 to your skill. So the two. plus goes on yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Two. two successes. Okay. Um, the uh, This guy has got... 
behind his um, ear, a very small tattoo of a uh, hammer with a crooked handle. Um, uh, both of you make uh, intelligence, or if you have any kind of law. Got law heraldry. Oh, that'll do. Or law magic. Law right. I'll let him do. Law heraldry at minus ten. At minus ten. You've been in there. I got mine. Well, do I still get the advantages? Are they gone? No, they're gone now. Yeah, no. So that's not minus one. Okay. It's dark. Could be a crap tattoo. You're not sure. Have you ever seen this symbol before? Can't say that I have. Mm. Um, Where were we heading? You were heading to the Falkenberg Forge which is where your employer, Mr. Tangerman, has been residing. He has sent out a false message that he has died to members of the city. And you know he's not dead, but you are under the orders to pretend, keep the pretense that he is dead. Are we um, staying there? Or? And you are staying there with them, and you're in, in hire to him. You are, because yeah. you're a bit of a mercenary. Um, well, I'm on a quest. You're on a quest. You need money. You're on a quest. You need money. I do need money. Yeah. Uh, and you're there because you're assisting. You're kind of officially assisting. Yeah. Uh, and the um, Falkenbergs uh, are there. Just need to get me sheets out. Uh, and it's not far. It's like a five, ten minute walk. And you have uh, Wendelina and Adelina uh, Falkenberg. Uh, Wendelina is the uh, blacksmith. And Adelina is a uh, warrior uh, who protects her. Um, they are sisters. Um, uh, you can, I mean, if you want to head back there. I think it's probably best. Yes. Okay. So you make your way uh, through the streets of Ubersreich. There are many people moving around. Uh, and at all corners, there are patrols of Altdorfer troops in their blue and red uh tunics and tabards and livery and shields and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of blue and red sort of dotted all around. Um, you know that the Emperor sent a force of uh, soldiers to hold, to attack in fact uh, the uh, Jungfreud yep, Jungfreuds um, the old Graf who ran the city. You've been told about this since you got here. Um, uh, but he was wise to choose to retreat to his country castle rather than put the city under siege, have people die. He decided to take his army and move out. Now, people don't know really why the emperor has moved in and like taken over basically a city that should belong to him, and it is under his control through the graf. Um, and there are all kinds of rumours flying around the city. And Mr. Tangerman has been sending you out to go and see if you can find out a bit about what's going on. You get the feeling that he knew the Jungfreuds or knows the So Jungfreuds. no one knows why Altdorf has come and taken Well, me. the official line is that Jungfreud was amassing an army that was beyond the agreed limits of like the treaties of him running this area of the country. Um, and uh, the this is actually true. Well, lots of people believe it's true because lots of people saw lots of troops leave the city with Jungfreuds. It's also one of the reasons they haven't got into the mountains to take him down in Blackrock Castle because he's got a big army in the mountains. That's a hard thing to shift. Yeah. Uh, so the Altdorfers are taking over the city. There's been a council put in. There are a couple of figureheads. <clears throat> there is... Um, 
uh, Lady Nucked, who is the um, Emperor's representative, and General von Dabernick, Dabernick, uh, who is the head of the Altdorf forces. You know about these people that have been spoken about and talked about. Uh, and people argue about who's actually in charge. you know. And then there's a town council of various people from guilds uh, making up the control of the city. Um, you, you've been, for the last few days, not very long, been going out trying to f- talk to various people about why is this going on, what's going on, what's the real situation going on. Tangerman is very interested in who is amassing against the Jungfreuds and why. And you're not sure why, but he's paying you well and you've been instructed to help. Uh, and it does seem that this is a very disruptive thing going on in the city. You know, the, the Altdorfers are being fairly heavy-handed um, and the, you know, lots of the people are not happy about it. Hmm. But you make your way to the Falkenberg Forge, which has only been recently set up. However, they are industrious pair of uh, sisters and they have put uh, they've hired some kids and teenagers from the local area um, carefully urchins indeed and they have uh, set up a very fine forge already Uh, an old forge that was uh, disused Um, suddenly they turned up with lots of money bought a forge bought loads of equipment (laughs) bought loads of tools set it all up and it was ready to roll within a matter of days and you've been using it as a base of operations. There's an adjoining building, which is an old tavern, uh, which is no longer a tavern. is now Tangerman's kind of domicile, and you are boarding there. Stables? There are stables. It's like an old tavern, so it has a courtyard for stables. You know, uh, its own little smithy, but that's not really used because there's a proper blacksmith next door. Um, so your horse will be there. Nice. <clears throat> Uh, and as you arrive, uh, you can see that actually the, um, the the double doors into the courtyard are open and that there is a cart uh, with some horses being tended to by some of the young kids who are working for Tangerman. Um, and um, as you approach, you can see um, Wendelina uh, glancing she's opened the shutters on one of the windows and she's kind of looking out and there's a light inside the room and she sees the two of you coming and she opens she goes to the door and opens the door says ah it's a gale Corvira you have returned indeed we have uh, I hope you were, were okay we were accosted on the road well that makes three is that three days in a row uh, indeed it seems these uh, these brigands are attracted to our Nice clothes. <laughs> Shiny she loves. <laughs> she's starting to get used to your sense of humour. Uh, she's hung Italian out. With, humor. She's hung out with too many dwarfs in her time. <laughs> Their humour is hard like stone. Well, um, we have some we have some visitors that we would like to meet. Uh, some help, some much needed and splendid, very useful help. Um, and someone I'm not uh, au fait with, but I'm sure they're, they're a priest, so they're fine. Um, come, come this way. Uh, come this way. Um, and you are taken upstairs to the large room that is um, Tangerman's chamber. And he is ill. Uh, he's like a physically weak older man. He's lived a life, obviously, of opulence. So he's quite rakishly thin. 
he seems to be coughing all the time. And he see, drinks this kind of herbal remedy a lot. Uh, if you guys remember when you mm -hmm. met him yeah. before, he seemed very frail. And he had these two bodyguards. Uh, there was a man with a, a, a pole arm uh, and a dwarf with very various bits a of lot of runes, armor. yeah. And they are they are there as well. Um, <clears throat> uh, they're guarding the room, so they they allow you to enter. Uh, and Wendelina brings the two of you in, and you see. Why don't you guys describe yourselves? What's Who it? are you? Um. Yeah. About six foot tall, human male, shortish, dark hair, grey eyes, black, everything, hat. Including armor. And a raven uh, flies in through the open door <laughs> and lands next to you. You think you've seen this bird before somewhere? Um, okay, Magrake's uh, quite tall for a dwarf. He's 4'11, which for them is Whoa. quite is tall. Titan. Um, he's probably about that wide as well. <laughs> um, he is a, a slab of a dwarf, uh, coated head to toe in steel, wearing full plate armor, although his helmet will be hung at his side at the moment. He's got, um, depending on how much you know about dwarves, a relatively short beard. Um, yeah. And you'll also see a, a slightly slightly less heavily built, similar height, so looks doesn't look square, unlike most dwarves. <laughs> um, not in full plate, but still armoured in chain. Um, sort of much darker colouring. Although, without the sort of colouring difference, you probably wouldn't tell them apart. Oh. We're very, very similar. I mean, even for, for, dwarves. for dwarves, we look very really similar. similar. Yeah. The only difference is I'm dark-haired, dark-eyed. And thinner. And thinner. Yeah. Although, only so much. Yeah. Uh, and reclining in this uh, reclining in this bed, four-poster bed with the curtains open, uh, is Mr. Tangerman, uh, who you've now all been introduced to, and you have just arrived the three of you, and being taken up to uh, meet with him. And you are surprised because you had received a message that he was dead um, and and that you should come, uh, and you did. I, uh, you're, all, you're all gathered. Excellent. Excellent. Um, uh, Rolfsons, how, how, how are you? Could be better. Someone's not our gold. Do you know anything about that? Oh, <laughs> Don't be silly, our chap. I've, I've, I've been looking after it for you. Good. Yes, we we needed a little bit of uh, funds to set up here, uh, so I had to empty my own accounts as well. Uh, but don't worry, your money is safe uh, with the dowie. I will simply nod. Ah, <sighs> Bagrick Rolfson. <laughs> we should probably describe us as well on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give a little visual. Have, give a little visual. Okay, so I'm wearing uh, all white robes. Yep. I have a indeterminate hat at this point. <laughs> a hat. Uh, is it my goatee? As is the uh, the fashion. Yes. Uh, my quarterstaff. I look very good. <laughs> I guess I just look better than other people. Well, <laughs> Sorry. How old are you? Do you look like twenty six ish? Oh, roguish. Yeah. Roguish mm. good looks. Young for the out well, of straight out of university. Yes, basically. <laughs> yeah, you know it all. Um, I am a six foot two Bretonian. In full plate mail. Uh, with, you can tell it just by looking at yes, it. Yes. Uh, parted hair, black hair with green eyes. 
um, and the Bretonian style moustache. So not none of this curly, curly rubbish. Just a, a nice moustache. Mm-hmm. Boring. Yeah. Um, I have a ridiculously tall helmet uh, that I'm holding <laughs> in my arm. Um, a tabard with uh, a brown tabard with a blue sea eagle. Uh, no, sorry, a green sea eagle on it. Um, and on my back, a shield with a sword, and then a bastard sword as well through the back. So, quite an imposing figure. You're both quite imposing. Yeah. A wizard and a knight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, just loom over here. I'm holding, I'm holding the helmet at my waist, and the eagle crest that comes up is about here. <laughs> so it's ridiculously tall. Oh, okay. careful running around corners. Yes. <laughs> Catch the wind, but also flex arrows. <laughs> Just imagine you having real trouble getting through doors. Uh, um, Bagric, Torvald, and Morgan, was it? Sorry. Um, yes, please uh, meet uh, Sir Gael de Bordelot. Uh, sorry, Bordelou. Uh, and uh, Corvin Affelbaum uh, from the uh, College of Light. That turning around, Bagrick's just going to kind of let out a low rumble. Sort of a... <laughs> kind of noise. Bagrick rolls. <laughs> what are you doing here? Turning around, you know, very control. <laughs> and kind of reflexively kind of moving towards the axe. Are you... Well, it's met... good to see a friendly face. <laughs> have, you, have you bumped into... This dwarf before. <laughs> I mean, you definitely would remember. <laughs> yes, I met Bagric. Oh, quite a few weeks back now. So we're giving him a stony stare, looking up and down. And Bagric right. tells it better than me. <laughs> Corvin, it's been a while, Mandling. It's good so, to see you. So, again. how do you two know each other then? As a... Met in the mountains. Do I, I want to stay away from the rest of the story? He says. Just, uh, uh, has a sip of his herbal drink. I was, just pauses uh, there for the moment. Out running an errand for my master, and I heard a bit of a commotion with some dwarves and some greenskins. I lent a hand, and then... Uh, Let's enough of a, of a low growl. <laughs> <laughs> All ended well. And then uh, uh, Bagri came along and helped me with my quest and uh, getting back to Aldorf. Or Nolm. <laughs> what it pains me to say it. Manling's being kind. I was escorting my brother from uh, Karak Norn to Karak Asgaraz. You've got another brother? Aye, an older one. Ah. Oh, Asgaraz. Aye. Right. Uh, on the way, uh, our small uh, throng was attacked by greenskins. He'll spit on the floor when yeah. he says that. <laughs> Move my robe out the table. Ta- Tangerman, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. completely oblivious. Yeah, like, any kind of reaction. reaction. Oh, okay, dwarves. <laughs> uh, it was a hard fight. There were only a few of us, and there were a lot of them. Uh, Corvin came to our assistance. And uh, you used... won't say rescue. <laughs> <laughs> assistance. <laughs> And uh, used his magics to help drive them off. Unfortunately, my brother was mortally wounded in the fighting. Well, you managed to leave that one out, brother. And, and again, just kind of another low growl. <laughs> it's your apple <laughs> You never told me if we fought to see green skins. Corvin used his magic to heal him. Ah. 
healing magic. Yes. Yes, I, I, the, the, the light is uh, very useful, isn't it? It's, it's a shame the such things form of magic. don't help with my condition. He from, says, sipping from his cup. And from there, we went we went to Karakazgaraz. Along the way, we found what young Corvin was looking for. And from there, travelled together, just the two of us, from Karakazgaraz to Ubersreich. Before that, after that, I mean, we went to... That's when we went our separate ways. He went back to his master. I went to Nol to meet my brother. Right. Well, fortuitous then. Excellent. Glad to see that, At the end of I've that chosen good Bagrick's face does drop in a look of shame. <laughs> <laughs> and he shaves all of his hair central mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> Takes out a little bottle of beard dye and shakes it. Sprays a little orange uh, paint. Oh, that was the end of that. Just rips off his male armor. <laughs> Definitely an appraising look. Oh, the serious stare. <laughs> Deadpan because stare. Because we dressed almost opposite. <laughs> yeah, we've literally got black and white between you. You could make magpie. <laughs> I'm sorry, monsieur. We failed to find out anything new on the streets today. Um, we were accosted by brigands again. Again? Again. They had an odd tattoo on them. It's a crooked hammer. I don't suppose you've ever seen that before? Um... Um... Uh, Wendelina says, "There's a there's a tavern. There's a tavern called the Crooked Hammer. I think some of them, some of the people work there. Uh, it's just, it's a dodgy, seedy place. Uh, um, uh, I've heard, I've been told to stay away from it because it's like some sort of thieves guild operating out of it. Um, it's you know this there's a symbol with like with a hammer with little handles, kind of crooked. Yes, that's." That's that's what they've got on the um, outside the tavern. Oh. Where is this tavern? It's uh, it's not far from the Grail Chapel. Oh, which is the centre of Bretonian activity in. Is it Marketplace or the Merchant Quarter? It's in the docks, Toybrucker. Where's Toybrucker in there? So we're looking at a map at the same time. Some Speed really cool uh, resources in the starter set. Yeah, the least I get maps. one with numbers on. <laughs> you don't. I can't see a dock though. Right. Probably can't. I will be able to tell you where it is. I would guess the character. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the Grail, the Grail Chapel is about here. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's a merchant Yep. Yeah. And the uh, Crooked Hammer. Is uh, just the other side of the Ritzes from there, and the Crooked Hammers along. Oh, in Market Tracks. Oh, yeah. Ah, such a, a wretched hive of scum and villainy cannot be stand to see him in the light of my lady. We will go there at once. Um, come, nice. Monsieur. Battle Bef- awaits. Before you leave, oh. I think you should um, take my friends with you. They are very capable. Uh, they were just telling me of their recent exploits. Um, the Armdorf. That's right. Aye. Yes. yes. Um, they rid a, a region near Nuln of a group of foul chaos worshippers and Fimir. Um, disgusting creatures. Hi, chaos. Pagrick spits on the floor again at the yeah. mention of it. I nod at him spitting. <laughs> yes, I agree. I wouldn't do it myself, no, but I agree. Not that uncouth. <laughs> yeah. um, he says, I'm, I'm troubled by the recent political turn in the city. I deliberately sent you a message 
that would get you here. I believe that there is a the the Jung Freud, the Graf, Graf Sigismund, is aware of the conspiracy that was going on in the Southern Reichland, which is now you're now beyond that area. Um, he was amassing forces uh, under his control beyond that dictated by the Reichland Diet. Uh, so beyond the the, the uh, battalions he was allowed to raise, but he was doing it anyway. I believe he was preparing for the worst. Um, I need to find out what's going on here. This could be destabilizing all of Southern Reichland, all of Reichland. There are Emperor's close friends and agents in this city. If there is someone manipulating the diet from these four towns, you know, Grisenwald, Bogenhof, and any of them, it may be that the Emperor has been manipulated into sending forces to take out the Graf in an attempt to allow this conspiracy to flourish in Southern Reichland. I think Jung Freud might be someone to help us, which is why I've called for you. Where is he? Well, it's not that easy. He's up in his mountain castle, and the region is patrolled by Altdorfer groups. They're looking for an easy way in. But they're not making any overt manoeuvres, as far as I know. And there are different groups within the city that are either for or against. Members of the town council who are working against him and some who wish for him to return. I am gathering what information I can, but it is tricky. Um, the Dowie, your kinfolk, have not been happy since the young Freuds have been removed. They have a long-standing relationship with them. They built the, the bridge together. There is a, a history between this family and the Dwarven folk of this city. Another reason I thought it would be useful to have you here. Who better to talk to dwarves than dwarves? And you are the best dwarves I know. <laughs> and, and at the moment, <laughs> looking at, at the moment, <laughs> I'm running low on contacts but high on cash. So I need help changing that round. Can you not be high on both? Well, I have only been here for a few days, and I am trying to lie low. Many attempts were made on my life, and my my two friends out there have protected me a number of times in the last couple of weeks. It has been uh, a close call a couple of times. Do you think the Sansavinos are involved? With what's going on here? I, I don't think so, but I think they may have passed a bounty or passed a message, or there are some forces from those four towns that they're in contact with here working to subvert uh, the the rightful ruler of this land in a just cause. It seems that the problems we, we've been having may have spread further than we thought. I mean, one avenue is to try and make contact with the Graf in Blackrock Castle in the mountains. You, you are free to obviously leave the city and head there. That would be a great use. Another would be to investigate why, who is trying to kill us. 
regularly so that we can stop that avenue. But as you've seen, you've already been attacked tonight. I would not suggest that you travel alone. I suggest you that... Parrick's smiling at this point. <laughs> I would suggest that um, that you work together. Uh, this is why I've sent for you. Well, if they're after you, I'll follow you. We, oui. we. Oui. I'll probably stand behind you, but yes. <laughs> then we have a a court. Um, we shall set out at once. Make you two priest of more and wizard of light. <laughs> <laughs> Make intuition rolls. I know they're going to find out I'm a scaven assassin. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> so intuition. one success. Intuition. I did perception, sorry. Where's my intuition? Where's my intuition? Ah, 30, whatever that says. Okay, cool. One success. Uh, he, he seems to be not telling you everything, but that's not unusual. No. Because... You're the help. <laughs> there's, you're the help. There's bigger things going on. He's a big picture guy. You know, you guys are the implementers, you know, complete finishers. Uh, so he, you know, he's not telling you everything, but that may be for a good reason. Yeah. I was quizzically struck my case. There are forces at work here. There were four. I believe one is well on the way to being dealt with. This I have seen. Mm-hmm. From where we go next, that's not yet seen. We'll work with you. Cool. Then let us go. Follow us. We will take you to the uh, the inn. I'm just going to look at you, Kazlid. I had a priest always speaking bloody riddles. <laughs> okay. I had said exactly what I meant. <laughs> and we'll head out. So you're going to head out. And yeah. head to the uh, head to the crooked hammer. Okay, um, you make your way through the streets. L- luckily, this time you are not beset upon by any muggers, burglars, brigands, Aww. or cutthroats. <laughs> Someone jumps out and they go, "Oh, sorry, I thought you guys were somewhere." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that in Uber's right right now. Um, the as sorry, a, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, oh, oh, no, not you. Right, no, can no, I have no, your no. You've got plate armor. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got a plated dwarf. <laughs> yeah. um, the the buildings are close together. It's starting to get into the after uh, afternoon, early evening, and it's, so the, it's starting to get a bit dark. There is a gentle rain, uh, and there is the smell of fresh uh, dung in the streets uh, as the horses and humans uh, leave their spoils for the open air uh, in the poorer parts of the town. And as you head down to the docks, uh, the noise of activity is still a throng, even at this time. And you can see there are various barges and boats and ships in, in, the, uh, in the river. Um, and there's lots of activity going on, movements, you know. Um, and you make your way along the docks until you, you see the crooked hammer ahead. It is a, this is a seedy, rough looking tavern. This is clearly where the scum from the ships hang out. The beer is likely watered down to piss. The food is going to be moldy or, you know, past its sell by date. Uh, and, um, I feel like we've been here before. 
<laughs> There's many taverns in the Warhammer world. Wretched hands, <laughs> damn and villainy. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, yes. So you make your way up to the tavern, and there's various people in different states of uh, uh, drunkenness. Uh, some of them properly drunk and hanging over the edge of the dock and vomiting into the river. Uh, others just sort of stumbling about and playing it, pratting about, and you know, silly things that men do when they're drunk, uh, trying to jump over posts and things like that, and kicking each other in the nuts and stuff like that. You know, funny things that sailors do. Just like drunk people, you know, <laughs> drunk people milling about in front of this tavern, and they're all like, you know, pushing each other around and stuff. Um, you can see that there are a certain number of people who go in and out with a slightly more serious look on their face, uh, and uh, everyone make perception rolls as you approach. Oh, I roll eight. Yeah. yeah, I also roll an eight. Can you actually roll if you have no skill levels in it? Yes, you just roll the basic. Oh, the basic. Skill. As long as it's a basic skill. Because it's, 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 it's perception. Way. Yes, it's there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Five success levels. Okay. Um, three. Yeah. Five success levels as well. Okay. As you approach, you get mixed emotions as you look down the side alleyway of this tavern, which is clearly crappy and shitty, and all these people are uh, messing about or hurting each other. Down the side alley, you can see there's a queue of what look like um, homeless people lined up and there's a door open on the side of the tavern and there is a, um, a tall, stern-looking woman uh, handing bowls of, with, and you can see heat rising off them uh, out to these homeless people and they seem to sort of move on as, as they pass these uh, things out and they sort of go around a corner you can't see where they go. Um, Yes, that's that's kind of what you see if you're successful. My friends, we are going to stick out like it's a sore thumb in there. Perhaps we should send in someone who could blend in a bit better? <coughs> <laughs> what are you implying? That you're the only one not in shiny clothes? <laughs> you mean the one that's all dressed in black? I mean, it's more, it's more subtle than this or this or that. <laughs> I don't see many manlings walking around dressed with that and black armour. It's just a suggestion. <laughs> Considering that a I'm... A drunk man, like, talking to his friend, sort of looks over his shoulder and sees you and goes, Fuck off back to Pretoria! <laughs> <laughs> I love the Empire. The people are so friendly. <laughs> I'm assuming that as I'm not in my plate, I'm... Yeah. They wouldn't be unusual to see a dwarf No, no, around. not at all. There are, there are shitloads of dwarves in Ubers, mm. like You've passed loads already. So I can probably wander in you without wander in. too much yeah. of a an unexpected look. Because a dwarf in chain is a dwarf simply in dressed. In gear. Yes, in his <laughs> underwear. Casual chain. Casual chain. Yeah. 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 My uh, Sunday plate on my casual chain. Uh, so, Torvald, do you want to go in? I'll, I'll, I'll just... Um, Are you sure? There seems to be a brawl going on in the bar <laughs> as you get closer. I'll, I'll, I'll just... I'll, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> such a vibrant there'll be a, There'll be a rumble of Kazalid between, between yeah. me and Bagrick <laughs> along the lines of, stay out here. There's a fight in there. Looks fun. Stay out here. If I need your help, or... I'll if fly it, through or, a window. If it all goes wrong... <laughs> You'll know. You always do. 
and I'll slip in. <laughs> oh, no, oh, he's gone. gone. Okay. Okay, so you're going to go into the tavern. The rest of you are going to move away from the tavern. You're going to hang around out the front. <laughs> Doing a little dance. Yeah. Um, I would like to walk along the side and down the alley where all the people are going. Okay. okay. Bye. Cool. As I slip it, as I, as I pass you, I'll say in Bretonian, Watch, watch for the watch for trouble, my friend, and walk past. <laughs> as I walk past. Oh. Uh, sorry, <laughs> if you if you talk to him in Bretonian, you have to put on a French accent. <laughs> ah. ah, that will be interesting. <laughs> like wine. Just, uh, don't oh, watch out, my like friend. <laughs> and just replace all the the with the za. <laughs> So you go into the tavern, and Morgan goes down the side alleyway. With the, we will uh, go around the corner. corner. You guys, so I'm, kind I'm of... a little intimidated by Morgan, so Corvin's not going to um, I'll look at uh, the Bretonian who Barrick's already forgotten the name of. <laughs> Keep an eye on the other man, Ling. I'll kind of gesture with my head towards where Morgan went. Okie dokie. Right, Torvald, mm-hmm. you step into the tavern. As you open the door, you're assailed by the noise first, and then a, a tankard flies past your head. And there are indeed sort of four or five, you can't quite tell, people f- sort of in a general sort of bundle mm. on the floor. There's a smashed table, and you can see that there are kind of cards and coins sort of Scattered. dotted around. Um, and there are lots of people moving around, and like the the waiting staff are just sort of going around these people fighting on the floor, and like balancing cups and bowls and mugs very gracefully as they kind of dart round them. Um, and there is a um, there is a chap at the bar who seems to be he seems like he's heavily scarred, hmm. uh, and he's. He's doing the standard cleaning a, cleaning a tankard uh, and chatting to a patron uh, as you kind of come in. You can, there are quite a few people in here moving around. Um, and there seem to be a few... Um, you're quite perceptive, so you can already see a couple of people who are just kind of sitting watching the room. Yeah. Just sort of dotted around. And, uh, yeah, what do you want to do? I will um, just quite casually wander my way around the bar stepping mm-hmm. over past yep. whatever in some cases treading on if, they, <laughs> yeah. if there's no other option it's a crushed finger whoever's <laughs> brawling to get to the bar yep and um sort of pull myself up at the bar and uh sort of ask for a drink okay this uh chap comes over and he says uh don't believe i've seen you in here before uh welcome welcome to the crooked hammer Thank you very much. Uh, drink, please. What would you like? Uh, best beer you've got. Okay. That'll be a shilling. Pass him two. Oh. Delicious. He uh, puts the mug down, and then his retreating hand scoops up the two coins. So uh, what brings you into the into the Crooked Hammer, my friend? Uh, looking for work. Just got here. This place seemed lively. <laughs> he he laughs. Uh, yeah, it definitely is that. You, as you sip the beer, it's crap. Yeah, it's absolute piss. Um, uh, well, um, you're looking for work. Yeah. Well, we can use a, a hand or a heavy round here every now and then. Look like you can look after yourself. I can hold my own if necessary. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. 
he's sort of eyeing you up and down hmm. and he sort of says bear with me a minute and he walks off through a doorway Morgan you go down this alleyway and there's uh, uh, a uh, a queue of kind of Ubers Ubers Reichs downtrodden mm-hmm. and poor ho- you know homeless uh, destitute people kids men women all kinds of people mm-hmm. a couple of dwarfs even there Ooh. um and uh, they all seem to be lined up. None of them really want to seem to talk to you. That's they're, not unusual. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> either scared shitless of you because they kind of recognise you for what you are, or they're just like in their own zone. You know, they're like, I don't want anything to do with anyone. I'm just here for the... Well, it's not my intention to harass anyone. Sure. Um, but more just kind of to a lap of the, either the building or the block, okay. like as far as it goes well, as down you get and down to the doorway where the woman is, mm-hmm. she says, uh, can I help you there, sir? Um, <clears throat> I, I believe you're otherwise busy, but thank you. you. Yeah, can I, can I help you though? There's... This is the this is the Cross's soup kitchen. Can I? Can I? Uh... The Cross's. Yeah. You're not with the other establishment. Well, well, we are. We are. Oh, the sign didn't look like. Well, you know, the uh, crooked Anna. Sometimes it looks a little bit like a little cross. I suppose it could. Um, no, I'm just making sure no one needs my assistance. Everyone's got all the assistance they need here. We're helping these people out, you know. Um, we do what we can for them. Good to know. Yeah. She seems to be trying to bar, like, sort of nicely bar your way from walking around the corner. Not, 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 no aggressive intent, but it's kind of. Well, could you pass, me, the, could you pass me that book, please? Yep. Cheers. Thank you. Um, what district were we in? Uh, the markets. The, the docks. There. Okay. Because the nice part of this city is just there. Um, didn't catch your name. Morgan. Nice to meet you, Morgan. That's a nice, uh... Have you got an open, like, symbol, or... Not clear. A hat. <laughs> yeah. It's a known symbol of more. <laughs> it's a nice hat. <laughs> I was looking for a carpenter. Can you point me in a direction? Can you make an intelligence roll? <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Or, um... Uh, uh, law... No, I can't. Okay. 86. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> you were looking for what, sorry? Carpenter. A carpenter. Uh, there's none around here. I would go and check with the ships. They often have carpenters on the ships. Oh, so the dockyard? Like, yeah, just over there. It says point back the way you came. They, they, All the ships and boats and barges, they're all made of wood. They all have carpenters, like ship's carpenters. It's an important part of every ship. Every boat. You need to fix a plank, fix a railing, you know, replace a gunnel, whatever I that is. I suppose that might do. Thank you. And I shall turn around and go back the way I came. Okay. 
Okay. You enjoy that, so go in the tavern. She's in that. <laughs> when I get there. Okay, so you turn back the way you came. Um, <clears throat> after a short while, Torvald, uh, this chap comes back and he says, um, uh, what, what kind of work have you previously done? You're new to this place, so I, I, I don't know you. You've got no recommendations. Uh, True. No, my work's generally been out and about. I'm not a bad guide. Better out beyond the city walls, admittedly, but I'm not bad within... I'm not bad finding my way around. Into places? Out of places? If necessary. Come with me. And he takes you through... He sort of lifts the bar flap and points to the the room, the door that he mm. went through. And uh, go in... You're going to go into the, into the room? After you, Manly. Very well. He opens the door. Uh, and there is a short corridor... Uh, with the doorway at the end, mm-hmm. you can kind of see a kitchen and yeah. people moving about. But he's kind of gesturing to the left, where there seems mm-hmm. to be another entranceway. In here, please. We'd just like to have a chat. I'll follow you. No, no. By all means. You first. And he steps back and he says, you first. I'll step in. Okay. As you get to, like, the doorway... Mm. You look in, and you can see two large guys in there without shirts on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they seem to have uh, stuff binded around, bound around their hands. Mm-hmm. And there's a chair in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see that as you step to the doorway. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? I will uh, step sideways from the, to the doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, look up at the gentleman and go. Uh, the guy who the barman just. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your offer. However, I uh, I don't believe that uh, that will be necessary. Why not? Those gentlemen don't look very friendly, and I don't believe that I have said anything to offend. He seems, he seems amused now. He's like, this is quite interesting. You seem to have a bit of guts about you, the kind of look on his face. Okay, maybe they're not required. And he kind of looks into the room and he nods at them and they walk out. And he, then he goes into the room. He says, we will be able to talk in here a bit more quietly. I'll step in with him. Okay. He sh- shuts the door. Mm-hmm. Doesn't lock it or anything. Right. So you're capable then, are you? You've got some guts, that's fair to say. I've come a long way, and I've been a reasonable amount of places in the Empire and in the underways of the Dwarven Holds. That wasn't necessary. I'm a dwarf of my word. Yeah, but you seem to be hanging around with that, um, that Bretonian. Oh... I speak the language. It's nice to uh, practice it from now, now and then. 
Speak the language, blimey, it's hardly talking, is it? <clears throat> I can speak a few other languages as well. Such as? Obviously, obviously parks in Rexpiel. I can speak my own language. I speak that of the Bretonians. And I have a little bit of Elvish, if necessary. A little bit of Elvish. A dwarf. Wow. This is an interesting evening. Well, what can I say? I, I am very interested in you, my friend. You feel like he was about to say... Small friend. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what. If you do me uh, a little job, a simple job, then uh, maybe I'll let you talk to the boss. The crosses are always in need of, <laughs> of capable people. And it seems like... like uh, you got Lord Reichland... Or law, or I've got law of Islandland. Yeah, that'll do. No. Okay. Uh, maybe you could be useful. It'd be nice to have a couple more dwarf in the ranks. A few more. Not many, I guess. No. Ran out isn't a big thing amongst the dwarves. No, we tend to prefer our own ancestors. Too sure, whatever. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, the Boatman's Guild, they've been hissing me off. And you would like someone to go have someone to go and speak to them? No. I want someone to go and steal their lucky ore. Hmm. Their tavern, well, their guild hall, down the road... They have, over the fireplace, a big lucky ore. I can't remember the story. Some some whacked a kraken with it, saved the ship. Some rubbish. I don't know. Crazy, drunk, old men. But um, there's like a... The lower floor has like a tavern for their guild people. And that's where it is. You can get in there, steal that ore, bring it back here. And no one knows that it's us that sent you. Then uh, maybe we'll talk some more. Maybe we will. Right. Well, maybe you should go and finish your drink. Yeah. And see if the uh, the bar is quietened down or if it's uh, only got more interesting. Oh, it'll be like that at some stage again. Don't worry, you won't have missed out on anything. Uh, it's always interesting to... Uh, it's always watch, always interesting to watch mankind fight. Teaches you so much. He looks at you strangely, <laughs> certainly, and then he goes, "Well, I've got stuff to attend to, so um, see you later, dwarf." And you. Right. So I'll go finish my drink. Yep. And then quietly slip out and find the rest of them. Okay. Well, before you come out, Morgan. You come out of the alleyway. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Um, she did. She seem like she was going to go back to whatever she was doing, or that she was keeping an eye on me. Well, she can kind of do a bit of both because yeah. she's kind of standing in the doorway, handing out handing out these bowls of soup. It's mm-hmm. like a soup kitchen. Um, um, I will 
go in the direction of vaguely where she intended until I'm out of line of sight. Yeah. And then wait there. Okay. Can I still see the front door? Yep. And these guys and yep. whatever from there. Yeah. yeah I'll yep. stay there. Okay. Cool. So you're keeping an eye at distance. Mm. Okay. So you see, uh, well, sorry, you don't. Oh, no, you do. You see Torval come out of the tavern mm-hmm. and head over to these guys. And how'd you go, my dwarf friend? Uh, the place is exactly what we thought it was. See? I told you. Am I right that Ranald would be one of your manling gods? Yep. He's a god of trickery. Which one is he? I don't recognise him. Thieves and trickery. Uh, that would make sense. I might have possibly got a job for them if I wanted to do it. It could lead to something interesting, although I'm not entirely sure about it. Oh, what was it? Oh, just a simple matter of stealing <coughs> something from someone else and bringing it back to prove myself. Standard... No honour in that. I will be no party to no stealing, I'm afraid. Of course not, brother. But it taught me exactly... It taught me who what we're dealing with. Bunch of scum, by the sound of it. I agree with the dwarf. It sounds... That's a, that, that's a very accurate assessment. So why don't we go in there and kick their ass? I agree, again, with as the you dwarf. Say, <laughs> as you say that, a troop of ten old dwarf soldiers... Ah. walk along and start to beat the sh- living shit out of all the drunk people outside the tavern. Ah, it seems order is finally being restored. <laughs> <laughs> but only the people outside the tavern. They don't go in the tavern. And in fact, as they're beating the shit out of them, the chap that you spoke to hmm. comes to the doorway and maybe some sort of sergeant or something, one of them with a slightly different hat on, a feather on his helmet or something, uh, he nods to the guy. And the innkeeper nods back, uh, and then the the <coughs> the Altdorf soldiers kind of move forward. Even chuck one guy, like knock him out and chuck him in the river. Oh. You know, he's probably dead. Um, and uh, but this area is a bit a bit of a shitty area, so no one's really that bothered. You know, I am. I think I'm slightly bothered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Good, good. You're the heroes. Um, they don't interfere with the alleyway with the homeless people though um and make yeah make perception rolls minus 20 nothing 7 not success levels I rolled a 7 so some less than uh, passed but not by any success levels 3 degrees uh, 3 success okay. levels sorry so failed over here mm-hmm. uh, failed failed you, the dwarves passed you see the glint of gold passed between the sergeant and the barman. I'm assuming barman to the sergeant. Yes. Well, they're in their pockets. Who is the guards? Aye, they're paying them off. It's mm. under the law. <laughs> I see. We take the tavern. <laughs> well. Don't need to worry about the bloody patrons, they're just going to be scum. It's the people out the back or upstairs that I think we've got interest in. They're watching the play. They're, they're keeping an eye on the bar. There's at least three or four. Which side is the river? Manlings. 
behind oh, us. Yeah. Behind. Not really a challenge then, but all right. So, so you're over where here. I was going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll see if I can uh, find, find the guy. Okay. Um, if he doesn't need me specifically yet, then uh, <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Uh, you find him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they chucked him over the side, looking like he was going to go into the river. But he's kind of fallen, bashed onto uh, a small, yeah, like an embankment of mud kind of thing. So absolutely caked in mud. But he's lying there like drunken bliss, but blood down the side of his face, just like asleep in the mud. That's fine. Yeah. Until high high tide. I'll wake him up. (laughs) He's like, uh, you know, and sort of, fuck off. Why'd you hit me? Uh, What's going on? Well, it's like it starts crawling out of the mud and like slips over and yeah it's not my problem okay he's awake now though and he's not about to sort of drown, drown under the river as <laughs> yep, it rises that's fine I have done what I needed to okay right, these Orthdorfers give you guys a funny a, like see, like they walk past and they're like seriously giving you like Fucking I'm going to um, just flare out and get forward to be a bit more obvious that I am a licensed wizard of the empire <laughs> yeah they, the, uh, and the sergeant comes, all right, boys, all right, boys, all right, boys. Yeah, Bagrit will just stare at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're <laughs> that kind of look of, and you want to try. like, this would be a big mess. But, you know, they're, they're proper soldiers as well, so they're not, like, little piss ants. They, 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 they ah, but the imperial rut. soldiers are nothing. <laughs> they're peasants. Yeah. A knight is worth a hundred. A knight is worth a hundred peasants. <laughs> isn't, that the, sorry. isn't that the problem with Bretonia? <laughs> what is that a knight is worth a hundred peasants? Yeah, that's true. Uh, a million. There's, there's, there's nothing, yeah, nothing wrong sorry. with Bretonia. Shut up, voices in my head. <laughs> Maybe he's actually just saying it in Bretonian and then we're like, oh my god, he's mad. So they move on. You can, and you've seen these patrols moving around. There are lots of, as I said, there's a whole army of alt like literally an army is now camped in the city. Monsieur Appelbaum, thousands, what are the, what thousands. Are the, what are the troops? chances we'll be arrested for killing everyone in Zaptalan? <laughs> are they high? It sounds rather unlawful. Um, let's not forget, our young master dwarf was in the tavern not a second ago. There could be other people in the tavern who are spying. <laughs> <laughs> and not deserving of your wrath. <laughs> well, no, that's it's true. So maybe you see a you see a very uh, dizzy dizzy looking young lad <clears throat> come stumbling out of the tavern. He's got various bruises and stuff, like he's just been sort of in a rumble on the floor. Mm. And you recognise his ha- his hand looks like someone stepped on it really <laughs> badly. <laughs> and he's sort of walking out, going oh. oh. Oh, oh. he kind of stumbles out. He looks around and he's like, what the fuck is that? You know, there's like blood from wounds and things and there's people crawling away. And he's like, oh, oh. And he just starts to walk away down the street. Um, Perhaps you should wait until they close and then go in. Does a place like this ever close? Probably not. Maybe in the morning. But then there'll be Maybe. more people around. Well, there's no use in us just kicking down that door if they can just run out the back. So what we're saying is someone needs to go around the back. I don't know. This is obviously a wretched place. I think... Depends how much uh, noise you want to make. Probably a little bit too much for the moment. Well, 
I don't see any other options unless people have suggestions. Donald, did you see anyone else in there with the, the, the tattoo of the place on them? So people who have yeah, been trying to kill us. You didn't get a chance here. to really get close no. enough to anyone. I didn't notice anything, but from what you said, it wouldn't be obvious. Oh. They have been trying to kill us, monsieur. Several days. Several days. And currently we're stood outside talking about Yeah, you are, like, standing <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> <outside. laughs> we're under a street lamp. We're like, slightly around the corner. No, uh, we're not standing literally outside. But even so, it's like 20 happy just to step in and be like, you're looking for me, you bastards. Not yet, but maybe soon. Is there anything else along... They did not. They did know that I was associated with you, although that could have simply been someone watching outside. Yeah, just kind of, like... I've I've stopped and watched the soldiers kind of square up to these oh, guys yes, yeah. and then change their mind. <laughs> but yeah, just if, what else is? There's people moving about. There's mm-hmm. boats moored up. There's people unloading them. Some people loading things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of warehouses along here, uh, and you can see a few other buildings. But this side of the bridge, it's not it's not as busy as the other side as far as like where the guilds are based mm-hmm. and other things. Perhaps we should go in and simply wait for the Zen to start something. Then we have an excuse. <laughs> something tells me that won't take very long. Exactly. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I like that plan. Actually, we go up. in, we get a drink, we have a little bit of a drink, and see what, what happens. What was the beer like? Hang on, guys. Further up, sorry. River water. Yeah. <laughs> I, was kind of, I, I was thinking of something worse. There, are, there is a, another big tavern called the Red Moon Inn that mm-hmm. you see. It's a two-story, large tavern that seems to be a bit more um, clean. Mm-hmm. Should we say that? Uh, and there seems to be people moving in and out. It has a large drinking hall. Uh, you can see in through the uh, big open doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like lots of rooms upstairs. There's a way in through stables. You know, there's like a courtyard area, sort of standard tavern. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a big sign above it, which is slightly orky on overtones, but it's called the Red Moon Inn. That's a sign that looks a bit like that. Hmm. It is a bit orky. A little bit. So um, I'll probably drop a low whistle in an attempt to get the attention of one of these guys. Perception. And just point. Oh, yeah, I did it. Oh, yeah. 12. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> What's going on? This one. Staring yeah. at the door. <laughs> I'll just look okay. at Morgan. Yeah. And you just get a... Stomp over. <laughs> Not a subtle creature, Bagram. <laughs> so you guys were... Loitering. Yeah, you were around here. It's like further down this mm-hmm. uh, this side here. Uh, yeah. oh. This what? looks more like your kind of establishment. Right. If you were to get off the boat, this would be the one you'd go in rather than the right. crooked hammer. Um, yeah, it seems like a a, a nice tavern Is that for where you are to, for boat people. Ish. Yeah, yeah. I'm just stomping over to Morgan. Okay, you can see this. It's the most remarkable building in this stretch. There's warehouses and things. And then this big tavern. There's a couple of uh, barges moored up uh, on the on the jetty bits mm-hmm. in front of it. Seems somewhat interesting. Probably better to get information. 
Is this just see? There's no fighting going on in here. There's no shouting and screaming. There seems to be some music playing, uh, and there is uh, people moving about and having drinks and food. It's lively, but it's not mm. aggressive. In Kazalib, <clears throat> it'll be better than the goblin piss in the other place. <laughs> He'll just grumble and bang up his shrug. Unless you'd rather stand outside and plan how to attack the Not place that you're standing. Do you like the sound of beer? Are you talking to us? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> if you've oh, arrived. Yes. The plan was to just go in there. Yeah. I uh, don't um, see why is the plan. I'm, I'm fine with that plan. I just they might be a bit world. more hesitant to go for you if we murder them all. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's go in and... Well, I don't know why I went Yorkshire then. <laughs> Let's come back. Well, he's gone dwarven. It Let rubs us, off. Uh, go in. <laughs> the infectious dwarven action. And see what happens. We are going in for the quiet drink. And we see what, what occurs. Okay. They'll probably respect our authority and just succumb to us. Um, Neither of those things will occur. We... <laughs> if you want to try the other place, I'll come with you. It's probably best if I don't go back in in company that's already been mentioned. Also, they were interested to prevent anyone going around the back of the building. Ooh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> Thought you might think so. Where's the nearest way to the back of the building? <laughs> But also, I didn't want to tell him that while we were there out of the There is another alleyway you'd, you'd have to access from another road. <coughs> it's not far. Oh, I'm going to stomp that way. <laughs> if you're not waiting, just pump, pump. Okay, so you're going off. Are you going with him? Yeah. Are you going with him? Nothing's going to stop him, so I better follow him. Okay, so those three are like going off to the back of the tavern. Mm, the sure, would hammer. you like a drink? <laughs> we could probably cause a disruption in the front. Okay, so you guys walk in. Just open the door. It's like the morning light. You're going to cast Dazzle. So, Gail, my Bretonian friend, I bring you the finest pineapples, right? Merci. I see this is a fine imperial establishment. Barkeep, your finest Victorian wine. <laughs> Shouting across the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as, you are, as you're doing this. I will take the seat closest to the door <laughs> to block any escape. <laughs> as, you're do, as you're doing this loud entrance, uh, there's a few people dotted around who are like... What the actual... What the Like, looking around. One guy's just like... <laughs> uh, the the fight the people fighting like brawling they seem to be brawling they're like mid like, <laughs> like slightly like just like slowly punching like uh, and uh, yes you completely do, your armour and your white robe completely change the, the lighting in the room literally uh, and the barman like d- drops the tank and is polishing and, and says oh Oh yes, uh, my uh, yeah, my finest wine. Um. <laughs> As this is occurring, Agric's already stomped off. Yes. but I will just kind of say to Torvald, they're braver than they look. <laughs> I will, as I sit down on the table and, like, unhinge the giant two-handed bastard sword, the metre and a half bastard sword, and plonk it on the table and just sit there. We're in the we're closest table to the door. So sure, yeah. So they can't yeah. escape. Yeah. 
One of the someone in the corner of the room who's clearly sitting there on his own without a drink, looking at you, gets up <laughs> and walks through one of the doors at the back of the room. I think that is our man. <laughs> and the guy, the barman, comes over and he's carrying a tray which looks like it hasn't had a wipe, with two odd glasses, like uh, goblets. Sorry, not glasses. Uh, and he kind of puts it down on the table and he says, "That'll be um, uh, four shillings for." We have some uh, some fine wine from Paravon uh, that we get in every now and then. Uh, and uh, yes, here here we go. Do we have any money? <laughs> yeah, you've got yeah. you've got like a, you've got we'll some potions. <laughs> <laughs> um, make make sure. make uh, make an intuition roll. <laughs> make an intuition <laughs> make an intelligence roll. <laughs> Fucking six. Okay. Uh, Fifty-two. So three degrees. Uh, No. Oh wait, yes. Yes. Oh wait, those are equal success. So it's level zero. That's fine. So you 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 passed. Yeah. Three degrees for me. You are wondering how this shithole (laughs) has the clientele to require Bretonian fine wine, (laughs) and you are wondering why he's charging you two silvers a cup. Yeah. You're going to pay him the do, money? Do I suspect that it's not actually a fine wine and he's lying to me? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that was. The beer is watered down here. Mm. <laughs> he's already told you that the beer is piss. With so. river water, so probably. Water. You're round, I believe. Anyway, <laughs> 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 we want to kick this off straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm getting a hint of Maria. Monsieur, Monsieur, we are, John. we are planning to spend the rest of the night here. We'd like to open the tab. Oh, uh, of course. Well, I'll charm him. <laughs> oh, not as successful as I like, unfortunately. Minus one. Of course, um, we have a, uh, a deposit on a tab of five shillings. Uh, to open a tab and then you can drink all you want uh, and if it doesn't hit that then we'll give you your money back well he's charging you four for the wine (laughs) if you're going to beat him up you steal it later (laughs) Um, I'll put my hand on the sword and say we will pay the tab after I have tested the wine and then intimidate because I can roll back on that okay go for it Oh, I get unopposed on that one. Four, oh, that was a one before it fell over. Four degrees of success. Two for me. So you could win by two. Yeah. Okay. So he he doesn't he doesn't look away from your face. He keeps eye contact. But you see something change. Yeah. And he goes, fine. Mm-hmm. And he walks away. And I say No, to he's you. standing there. And he, he's like, yeah, waiting yeah. for you to try the wine. Yeah. I'm gonna sniff the wine. Does it smell like... It smells shit. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't smell of shit. It just smells like, ah, oh, some really dodgy dwarven wine. Dwarf? Wait, what? It's exactly. not a thing. I know, exactly. <laughs> exactly, that's how bad it is. If dwarfs made wine... It would be the best wine a man had ever tasted. <laughs> it would be brandy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it smells bad. Yeah, I will. It smells it's vinegar. For one. It's vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> I will pretend to drink it, but not actually drink it. You know, bring it up and yeah. do that. And, yeah. And it then, doesn't taste very nice. It's well, I, don't, I, I try not to put any of it in my sure, mouth. Sure, sure. Because it might be poison. Uh. You know. And I'll put it down. There you go. It is cooked. <laughs> <laughs> so wine is cooked, Monsieur. 
Well, I'm afraid that's the only bottle I've got. So it's that or nothing, really. Uh, what is the best imperial drink you can think of? <laughs> you got ale, if you want an ale. Uh, how much is the ale? A shilling each. That's taking a Yeah, that's like <laughs> no straight. It should be like pennies. I mean, yeah. you, you, I, I did. You wanted to pay for information. Mm. Um, I will slide two shillings across and go. We will take the ale, and if that is up to our standards, we shall open the tap. Very well. Uh, it's kind of as he walks off, he looks at one of the other guys who's sitting there at a table, just staring at you. <laughs> we're doing our job. Yeah. It is the, the guys who are fighting have they got back to fighting? <laughs> No. Just about, <laughs> okay. just about. Yeah, one of them's was taking advantage and like slipped his head out there's of a headlock. Way, there's an easy way to get them back to fighting, and you throw one of those shillings under them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as that's all going on and people in the front of the tavern are being confused, distracted, distracted you guys make your way round to the back mm-hmm. of this tavern. Um, I will direct as much as I can. Bagrick not to go the way that I went because so sure. we know that there's already yep. people there. And as you approach, you can hear that there are actually um, people eating in some kind of courtyard area out the back. Um, you assume this is where all those homeless people were going to, mm-hmm. to have. And you can, you can hear people talking to them um, uh, and basically... <clears throat> trying to get them to do talking to them about working for them mm-hmm. and if they wanted to do jobs for them they are feeding the needy and the poor mm-hmm. but as a bribe not well you know they're it's, sounding it's out bit, who might of that. be useful yeah 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 kind of thing um, but there is also a, 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 a back entrance to the tavern itself uh, there's a large door um, you know there's a barrel outside it and there's a window you know, it's doesn't. There's no kind of guard or anything, but you know, you know that there are what th- look like thugs effectively inside yeah. this tavern. Uh, you can't. You don't think you were quite close to this door when you were inside the tavern. Okay, so that corridor is there's further. The yeah, yeah, maybe off the back of the kitchen. Maybe you're not sure. Yeah, can we stop and listen at the door? Okay. Make perception rolls at minus ten. Have you got your helmet on? No. <laughs> and I no. The helmet gives minus twenty. If you're wearing it, yeah. Well, I'm not wearing Luckily it. Luckily, you weren't because you had to take it off to go through the door. <laughs> the <laughs> helmet. Yeah. Uh, past <clears throat> two success levels. Okay. Um, you can tell that there is no one in the room beyond the doorway, uh, but you can hear um, the kitchen mm-hmm. in the distance. Uh, and people moving around inside the building, just like you hear a door close yeah. and then open, that kind of thing. There's <clears throat> no one on the other side, but there's plenty of movement around. We're not far from the kitchens here, but it doesn't look... I don't think we're where I saw while I was in there. Well, they're using this place as a recruitment ground for thieves. Oh, yeah. Of course, brother. That's exactly what they were looking to get me to do. They were just a bit... Well, unfriendlier and friendlier. Where did the other two manlings go? We'll say, turning around, noticing that the bright white one and the brightly coloured. They're causing, I believe, what they described as a distraction, brother. As in, they walked straight in the front door. Well, see if the back door's open. I'll see if I can open it. 
I'm not trying to force my way in. I'm just trying to see if it's... It's locked. Can I look through the window? There's a box. Yeah. <laughs> just jumping. It's a bit grubby, the window, and you kind of look in through the gaps in the shutters. Um, uh, it seems to be some sort of storeroom, uh, and there's a stairway down into a cellar. You assume it's going there's a stairway down. Uh, and then you can see another door, which is slightly open, and through there you can see kitchen stuff going on. Big central table, chopping, yeah. veg hanging, or duck hanging on the wall, all that kind of stuff. Okay, um, looking at the lock, does it just look like a standard lock? Yeah, it's fairly bog-standard lock. You, it may be bolted on the other side, you're not sure. Hmm. How much noise is going on at the moment? Not enough to cover the sound of Bagrick bursting door. through a door. <laughs> you can usually tell if a door's bolted by pushing against the edge of it. So if it's only held in by the lock plate, you can tell if it moves or not at the top or the bottom. I, I mean, know how she knows. <laughs> done a lot of uh, <laughs> from, from playing my rogue character. Yes. I know this. Also, um, you want to you want to check it. You, it looks um, like it's bolted on the other side. Or. or like a bar, maybe. Okay. A wooden... Can we tell how many people are trying to recruit these hobos? Without getting closer and seeing, you can't tell, because there's, so, there's a lot of noise. There's probably about 20, 30 people, ho- hobos, and mm-hmm. as you put it, and um, you're not sure, maybe four or five other voices sort of in that area. But they're in like a little courtyard area that you need to go around the other side to get into. Hmm. Is there like a cellar door anywhere? Uh, not that you can see. Okay, perhaps we should uh, move around a bit further. What is the plan here? Well, see what we can see, firstly. Or here. And then? Shrug. Okay. I've realised that this is basically the first time that I've actually been in arguably civilization with these guys. Because prior it was road, road, ta- like tiny village farm, and then bad guy castle. So, you know, well, it hasn't yeah, really had a, been... Yeah, a couple of days in Null. Yeah, but that was, that was oh, we're trying to find our friend. We yeah. can't find him. Oh, he's buggered off. Oh, we're going to go and find it. And that was more kind of... So now it's like, oh, it's, we're in a tavern. Uh, we're in a town and we're going to, like, break into stuff and start fights. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, you're finding out the true Bagrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Bagrick's trying to find stuff out. Okay, so back to the front of the tavern, uh, where Sir Gail and Corvin are... Providing a distraction, <laughs> and your uh, he brings over a couple of ales uh, and puts them down in front of you, uh, and he looks at you like, "So is this uh, acceptable?" <laughs> I don't know. You're you're in charge of beer drinks. <laughs> I'm gonna take my drink, yeah, and I'm gonna shelter it in two hands, and I'm gonna very subtly cast my petty spell, purify water. <laughs> <laughs> to turn the beer into a lovely, refreshing glass of water. Actually, drinkable. Yeah. A subtle spell? <laughs> and then drink it and declare it delicious. 
you do know that a lot of your spells, like... <laughs> are they really obvious? Yeah. <laughs> you're, a light, okay. you're a light wizard, so a lot of them are like... But you could, like, sing to your cup, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get two success levels over your casting number, I'll let you get away with it. Okay. If you don't... Ten. Ten. And then you can make a big thing about being at the Holy Grail. Because <laughs> he's got a goblet. He's got a goblet and it's glowing. Holy tankard, same thing, right? It's not it's not it's holy yeah. Come on. What's the casting number? Zero. Oh! 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 Double zero. Oh, yeah. You, Critical you know fail on casting. No, do it. Do it. It'll be fun. Miscast. Oh, well, miscast. I don't know where the miscast table is. I'm a demon. I'll get it. I'll get it. Well, that's a good distraction. I have it. Uh, I, have a, I have a marker on it. Oh, you've got it. Water. Demon, 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 you. Can you accidentally you want, summon you demons? Can, you can re-roll it if you want to. Yes, you can. I don't know whether it's worth it. <laughs> it feels like that would provide some of a distraction. It was only a little it spell, right? It certainly would. <laughs> it's a little Jesus. spell. That minor miscast David is awful. Right, so that was... Is it really bad? No! So, critical, so that was fumbled casting, so it's minor miscast, yeah? Yes. Okay. Oh, God. You gonna roll on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens. Comedy failures. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Oh, God. Just want to make sure. Don't turn me into a demon prince. You, you should sure. make the most of this. Go <laughs> on. I can't attack them until they attack me. <laughs> Just run through the door. <laughs> And out. <laughs> I want to find the miscast table because this sounds hilarious. Um, critical casting, yeah, minor miscast. I mean, there's some yeah. fun ones. Okay, there are some fun ones. There's, there's some, some really, bad some really nasty ones. Okay, good where? job. Bagwick's not around right uh, now. Where is it? I want to stick it. It's on page two, three, four. Okay, you're gonna roll. Okay, do petty magic. Okay, okay. ready? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, it's 79. 79. Oh, that can't be good. Big number. The horror. The horror. <laughs> you are, there's a sudden, as you do it, there's a sudden flash in the liquid of the face of a strange creature looking up at you. And you Sorry, smell around you um, sulfur, which is the scent of dar, the dark magic. Pass um, <laughs> a minus 20 call test or gain one broken condition. Come on, you can do it. You just shit I, re- I, I really, really <laughs> wish you'd roll the 6 to 10. Come on, okay. Oh, yeah. What was it, minus 20? Yeah, yeah. No, no, within one D hundred yards, he's automatically soured. Oh, my God, the first one is hard. Oh, I'm broken. But broken yeah. is not... The next living creature born within one mile is mutated. Huh? So you gain the broken condition. Oh, uh, yeah, I only just Wait, wait, failed. we don't know if we want to rerun it. On the plus it. side, that probably wouldn't be a human. Sorry? On the plus side, it probably wouldn't be a human. Well, it says... Can you re-roll on, on the your turn, table? you move. Your move and action must be used to run away as fast as possible until you're in a good hiding place <laughs> beyond the sight of any enemy. Then you can use your action on Sounds a skill great. that allows Let's you to that. ride more effectively. That's fine. Uh, so is this is very good. So you turn. You say you are the expert on imperial drinks, and you look down and go. You leg out of the bar and you jump in the river. <laughs> that one I don't know, is... a, there'll be a corner you can hide in before the river. <laughs> so 
you get barrel. Yeah, Everyone in the bar is like, what the fuck is going on? And and the guy looks at you like, seems your friend can't hold his beer. <laughs> or it seems that someone poisoned it. Intimidate. <laughs> Intimidate. Twenty. Hang on. Uh, uh, so two degrees. Oh. Uh, uh, no, I failed. Two degrees disgust. Uh, he steps back. Oh, uh, there's, no po- there's no poison in any of my food or drinks. It's all fine here. Your friend's just some. I don't know. Freak. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> you have just given me the reason to start this fight. <laughs> you have said yeah. he's a freak. And three guys in the room stand up. And then um, I stand up. <laughs> you have insulted my friend's honour. I think you should leave. He says, holding his finger up like this. I think you should leave. Hmm. Ah, back round the back. You guys have made your way around the side <laughs> of the building, a shout. <laughs> and you found a you found a um, cellar doorway. Uh, obviously, for loading barrels straight yeah, into yeah. the cellar, and you can hear. Going on down beneath the thing, and you know this sound. Yeah, this is someone tied up being. Punch, this is what was going to happen to you. Well, we can't have that, can we? <laughs> Smash the lock. Oh, I thought you were going to like cannonball. <laughs> no, because steps and bouncing an owl. <laughs> Seriously? Bagrick? Right. You... Even Bagrick takes yeah. falling damage. No, no, true. I may have some experience of how that hurts yes. from the last season. <laughs> That's true. Right, so you going to smash... I'm just going to smash through, yeah. Uh, okay, you st- I'm not going to make you roll for that, because it's just a flimsy cellar door. It's not very well maintained. And you smash through it with your axe, and it's kind of... Um, clatters. <clears throat> and you hear suddenly a stillness from below. There's like a... Followed by clang, 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 as he runs down the steps. Down the steps. Yeah. Okay, you run down the steps. Uh, slipping the helmet on. <laughs> okay. Um, you run down the stairs, pulling your helmet on. <laughs> Slightly less. Well, no, I, I know how to do it. Yeah. Sure. Something he's had a bit of practice in. Thing as well. I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way down the stairs, put your helmet on, and you run into this uh, cellar. And in this room, there are uh, barrels dotted around uh, all over the place. Some neatly stacked, some not, some broken. <clears throat> and tied to a chair is a man. And two large men with no shirts uh, are giving him a bit of a pasting. <clears throat> Oi! You better knock that off, manlings! I'm just going to stomp. Turns, I'm going to stomp towards. You're him. fully armoured, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully armoured, holding a, a okay. shield with a, some. Well, nice they were kind of standing there, down. like ready to start again if it was nothing. Uh, and they see you, and they're like, <laughs> 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 "What are you two doing? Are you going down the stairs, or are you just letting Bagwick go down on his own?" Uh, no, I'll follow. <laughs> okay, yeah. so 
the priest of Moor dressed all in black. Yep. Black <laughs> chainmail, black hat, black yep. cloak. Yep. Following down the down the, the stairs behind the dwarven tank. Can I try and knock one of them out? Well, before you get to them, okay. uh, they run away. <laughs> uh, they run towards a, do- uh, a set of stairs and start running off. And they are faster than you. So they will be able to run away from oh, you. Yeah, I yeah. do hear dwarves are natural sprinters. <laughs> We're very very lethal over short distances. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they start running up the stairs. <gasps> All right. So, Gail, you are in the. You are standing there. This guy's got his finger in your face, which and is really. Three other you. people. Three other people. And you can hear now footsteps of people running up a staircase. Just, be, just somewhere beyond. So, I know something's going to clear up. So, I say to him. Before this begins, I have to tell you, my name is Sergeil de Bordeloup. I have trained with a sword since I was six years old. I am a knight of the realm of Bretonia, have slain greenskins, dark elves, and other monsters you can barely even imagine. Yes, there is three of you, and only one of me, so it will take the luck of your god to bring me down. So the real question is, do you feel lucky? <laughs> well, do you? <laughs> We're across his name. We're always lucky. <laughs> I believe you did fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, as you do this, <laughs> as I'm saying my speech, as you're saying this, the three other guys are like coming closer. Yeah. And from behind their chairs, they're pulling up some big, tasty-looking clubs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're they're wearing leather and they've got clubs and stuff you're in their place they're going to try and just yeah, mug yeah, you yeah. Uh, the door to one side bursts open and two guys two big guys with no shirts on come running up the stairs and they're like get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they run they run like straight out and they're trying to get past you they're trying to they run oh that doesn't go yeah they're running they just run out the door and say to the barman oh I forgot to mention I'm not alone <laughs> <laughs> okay you're going up the stairs I'll just kind of say assuming someone's following me because I probably have no idea at this point sort that fella out and I'm just going to stomp up the stairs okay oh. Torvald I assume you're going to go up to the whoever it is uh, I'm actually um, I haven't gone down I've stayed. I'm okay. watching the alley just in case suddenly everyone exits again. Okay. And to keep an eye on the fact that this has happened. Someone might have heard it round the sides and <laughs> come to investigate. Sure. No, I'm the master of subtlety. Absolutely. Like so, a cannonball. Um, I've seen I've seen Morgan go down. I I trust him to keep an eye on Bagrick. And if I if I hear him, if it all goes horribly, horribly wrong, I'll hear. <laughs> cool. I'll take the guy. Okay. He uh, looks like he's been a bit beaten up. Mm-hmm. Um, he is wearing... He looks like his boots are very dirty. Um, he has various bits of kit on him, rope, stuff, like sort of lying on the floor. Mm. Um, and he's kind of... He's got a gag on and they've just been giving him a bit of a beating. Like no questioning, it seems. Mm. And he sort of looks up at you with like a bit, bit hurt and a bit of a bruised eye. He's like, oh, oh, oh. That's why everyone wants when they're getting Big a beating, knife. a priest of the Gag. dead. Oh, thank you. Hands. Thank you. They've they've been beating me for information for the last few hours. Oh, oh. 
not going to get them anywhere though. Oh. Oh. What, what's happening? Where the hell did that dwarf come from? <laughs> I'm currently more interested in where he went. <laughs> if you're fine here, you can wait or you can leave. We have business upstairs. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, Corbin, make a... Loading my barrel. Well, I just see two guys that. come running I'm, out. I'll, I'll, hand him, I'll hand him a water skin. I'm into a right. Like okay. right. So, um, we shall end tonight's session <laughs> as... Um, Sir Gale draws the blade from his from the scabbard, I assume. From the table. From yeah, the, table. the table. Yeah, he's like, yeah. shoo. And as he does that, the figure of armoured Bagra comes <laughs> through the doorway. And these four men, who thought they were in their own realm and in charge of it, suddenly start to have a slightly different feeling that maybe <laughs> things are about maybe to Maybe the turn. carpet's just been pulled from under them. <laughs> yes. The guys fighting in the middle of the room have stopped. <laughs> and they're all watching you. And we'll leave it there. Cool. Welcome okay. to Flint and Steel. <laughs> okay. yeah. Cool. Thank you very much for watching the first episode of Season 3 of Flint and Steel. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, good to get back into it uh, and to uh, explore the wonderful world of Warhammer once again, uh, with all this horrible, horrible... Wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for watching. Please don't forget to go and check out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check out our Discord as well. We've got a special Flint and Steel channel for our patrons where we share little secrets about the show with them. And like the names of our characters before uh, our first episode. And uh, lots of cool new stuff on the Redbubble. Lots Indeed. of flint and steel stuff. Lots of flint and steel stuff. stuff. There's going to be some more of that too. So, yeah, uh, keep your eyes yeah. open. We've got new mugs. Uh, we've got a t-shirt. We've got a poster. There's all kinds of stuff. So and more stuff coming. Yes, indeed. So check that out. We're going to get some of the mugs for the studio <laughs> so that we can show them off oh, over cool. the next couple of episodes and people can see what they what they look like. They're, they're really good. Well done, Sam. Uh, also, please check out our Patreon um, everyone who helps us makes it a bit better for everybody else. We also support Diabetes UK through that. We give away free adventures, maps, RPGs. We've given away Grimdark, my role-playing game, which we're going to play in a few weeks' time. Uh, and there's loads of cool stuff on there. And if you are a patron, then you get a little bit extra stuff. And you're uh, awesome. And you are awesome. And we love you. Um, also, please check out The Thornless Rose, uh, The Old World Podcast, and... Bjorn Feller, uh, our own musical maestro, Mark, um, who's done some cool uh, live performances at the Goat, which unfortunately I haven't been able to go Pubbins to. Pubbins and Talbins, for those of you not familiar. That's where we do our role-playing club as well. Not that I've been in like a while. But anyway, uh, was there anything else? Don't forget to check out uh, our other shows. We've got On the Edge of the Emperor's Light, which yep. Lawrence runs, which is Dark Heresy. Uh, we've just finished Star Trek Morpheus, our Star Trek show, funnily enough. Uh, <clears throat> we also have Vostok's Chance, which is our Scion show. Uh, and we're going to start very soon um, as Star Wars uh, Edge of the Empire series called Fractured Empire, which I'm running as well, which is going to be cool. So, yes, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next time on Flint and Steel. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.